Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, personal growth and development, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open-mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. I'm Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, your host and guide. So without further delay, let's get started. Here we go. Here we go. I've had some intense topics lately from postmodern thought to discussing racism and racial issues. So I thought like switching it up today for a little bit. So the topic, I just thought I had to do this one. I mean, everybody, and I do mean everybody struggles with it. My students in the classroom struggle with it. But let's not pretend that procrastination, yep, that's the topic. It it doesn't impact your work, your diet, your exercise, your cleaning, your chores, or your whatever. Considering that we're heading into a new school year, I thought this was a good time to take on this topic. As you can use these tips to finish whatever we have left of this year very strong. I'm sure many of you even went into 2021 with goals, hopes, and aspirations. And now with only four to five months left, hard to believe we're there. Well, these things are still waiting for you to get to get on them. Uh, how about you listen to this podcast and hopefully by the end of it, you'll find a new inspiration to get started. So the topic of procrastination, it's plagued all of us at some point in life. It may be plaguing you right now. So let's start with the basics. First of all, here's a good one. Someday is not actually a day of the week. Okay, that's an easy one. Way too easy. But procrastination is nothing more than the act of consistently and unnecessarily postponing decisions and actions that you know you need to do or you have mentally decided you want to do. So why in the heck do we procrastinate? It's a great question. While humans are in general, it seems very sadly kind of like feeding slugs, and we tend to take the path of least resistance. We do this because the anxiety, the doubt, or the fear of failure oftentimes are stronger than motivation and self-control. Let me talk about these two for just a second. So, your motivation to get something done. If you don't have a very clear very strong why that is embedded in your head, backed by a strong passion and desire to change, well, procrastination will stay in control most of the time. Also, when self-control is weak, procrastination will win out most of the time. So think about it. You're embarking on a diet. You tell yourself, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. You start in. You turn on the TV. Then that Papa John's pizza commercial shows up. You know the the kind with the large, greasy, cheesy, gooey pizza. It's dripping with deliciousness and uh, accompanied with uh, bread and these huge, gooey chocolate desserts. It comes across your TV. Your mind immediately starts thinking, pizza, 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 pizza pizza. And what do you do? Mentally, you trick yourself to delay that diet just one day, just one week. You buy the pizza 
and tell yourself, I'm going to get right back on track, just going to delay it one more time. Well, that tomorrow oftentimes doesn't happen as those little stumbling blocks show up every week. Maybe one week it's the pizza, the next week, oh, well, I'm going out to a birthday dinner and I got to have that cake, so we'll wait till after this birthday party. Oh, we'll wait till after this, that, or the other. Why do we do this? Why? Because your why for wanting to lose weight, it's hard and it's unclear. While your short-term gratification impulse is very strong. When you lack self-discipline and purpose, procrastination becomes very common in life. I bet if you ref- if you'll just take some time and reflect on those moments you del- you delayed time and time again, something that you knew you should have done, it was due to a lack of purpose and discipline. To get past the weak spots, you need to be so very clear and focused That when you're confronted with that Papa John's commercial, you mentally say this. I don't want that damn pizza because I need to get my life and health in order for my family. I need the energy and I need the stamina because I'm going to achieve X, Y, and Z with my health. See, if you get here, you won't procrastinate anymore. See, the first scenario where you started fixating on the word pizza, 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 and you broke down. The second scenario, when you have a clear focus, I need to get my health in order because I need the energy and stamina for my family and friends and my goals, then you don't do the delay thing. This can actually apply to any goal whatsoever. When you desire to achieve, when your desire to achieve that goal is greater than the lack of discipline and self-control, then you will succeed then you'll stop procrastinating. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer here, but if you you if you don't get here to that spot, you will never push past your current spot in life. Procrastination will win and you will quit time and time again. Or after all the failures, you just decide not to even try anymore and you just quit and don't start. These are just facts. I know I've been there and I know I see it all the time. So I want to give you three things you can do literally right now to prepare yourself for for, for short-term success. I use these things myself all the time. It helps me keep on track. Number one, make your environment, your living environment, as conducive to taking action as possible. For example, You can remove distractions from your work environment. Uh, Maybe if you're at home, you need to turn off the TV, put the cell phone down or put away or get away from any other distractions that impact your success. You know in your life what distracts you. Clean it up or move away from them. You can easily end these barriers. So for me, I work in my home most of the time and then I go to campus a few times a week. I don't do well if I'm going to write or if I have work to do just sitting at home. There's too many distractions. So what do I do? Oftentimes, I'll just take my laptop, go into a coffee shop somewhere, 
hit the Wi-Fi and just do work there. I remove home distractions when I really want to focus on writing or whether I want to do some work for this podcast or just any work for the college or university that I'm doing. Uh, So you have to make that environment conducive to taking action. Number two, arrange some immediate reward that you'll receive receive when you manage to get started. Now, this reward doesn't have to be huge. Don't go out and buy yourself cars and all kinds of expensive stuff. It can just be really small. But the important thing is that you receive it very in the very new near future after you accomplishment accomplish that goal. This helps rewire your brain to associate the tough tasks and overcoming procrastination with very tangible and good things. It seems so simple, but it, but it is very important. Um, and then number three, ask yourself, if I were to take action right now, what's the smallest possible step I can take? Look, it's very cliche, but you have to take baby steps towards your goals. When I say a baby step, I mean... Take the tiniest step on those days you're on the verge of quitting or not doing what you need to do. If you're a student, for example, and you know you have a five-page paper due in a couple days, well, tell yourself, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write three paragraphs in the next hour. Or if you're starting an exercise plan and you're out of shape, Don't buy $200 shoes and a Peloton bike at $1,800. Start by going for a walk around the block a couple times a week. It's okay if you just get started on something, a baby single step, and then you achieve it. And even if your work isn't perfect, well, you're further than you were than when you started it, right? It's success. Your brain sees it, realizes it, and craves more of that success as small as it might be. I mean, really, but but here's something amazing that begins to happen. Take the, the student who has to write a five-page five paper in a couple days. Say he's got two days to get it done, waited so long, only got that. And, and that student tells himself, I'm going to write three paragraphs in the next hour. I will bet you almost invariably they're not just going to write three paragraphs they may write four or five may, might even write the whole essay in a few hours they won't stop or that person who says i got to start exercising and they just go out and say okay i'm going to walk around the block it's very likely that person no matter how to shape will do two blocks or three blocks see success breeds success Every little bit matters as your brain builds muscle on tiny steps, not huge ones. So those are the three do them today practical things. There's really no excuse to not do these things like right after you finish this podcast. But let's go just a little bit deeper. See, you may be a lifetime or a very serious procrastinator. So we need, let me just go just a little deeper on this topic. So you need to know what your goals are. I mean, at a, at a very big level, way too many, way too many. And I mean, way too many people are just zombie walking through life. We get all messed up in insignificant stuff. I had a fascinating conversation with an entrepreneur the other day. 
he does affiliate affiliate marketing and blogging and he told me that him and his wife they didn't even have cable tv for the first 10 years of their marriage because they wanted to achieve their financial goals and as they said it we didn't want to watch other people achieving their goals on tv wow i mean to be honest i felt pretty uh, lazy at that point i mean those that know me know I talk about limiting TV, phone, screen time, but not having a TV at all. Wow, that's dedication. Uh, you get the point, though. You need goals. I mean, they have to be clear goals. They need to be specific goals. And if you don't have any goals, you won't ever break out of those things holding you back. Because it's just too easy to put them off for tomorrow, for, for, for this like future tomorrow that never comes. Figure out when, how, and why you procrastinate by examining these situations where, you're, where you have a tendency to postpone things and they're preventing you from achieving your goals. Everybody is different here. Once again, we need to stop the zombie walking and truly, honestly, objectively evaluate where in the world is your time going when are you most susceptible to procrastinate how do you procrastinate is it playing video games is it netflix binging are you watching the stupid cable political channels is it scrolling social media find that thing that's sucking up sucking all the oxygen out of the room and it's holding you back from doing what you need to do or maybe, are you just procrastinating because you're afraid of failure? Fear of failure or fear of judgment kills a whole lot of hopes, dreams, goals, and ambitions because it's really easy to get sucked into that fear factor of things. And if that's the case, you have to deal with yourself. And figure that part out. Create a plan of action. You know, the funny thing is, you know how to organize your day at work or other tasks. You do it every single day. If you're a parent with kids, you've figured out how to take your work, take your travel time, get kids to and from sports. You've figured out uh, how to balance your your social obligations amongst there you you got that stuff all figured out but somehow you become incredibly disorganized and a slob in managing your free time you need your daily plan of action for all your activities that you need to get done see we tend to get all focused i got my job i got to do this x y and z and then they'll layer in a family obligation uh but after that any of these other hopes dreams goals they don't get scheduled and of course you procrastinate and as you get tired and you get unfocused you don't get that stuff done believe it or not the internet didn't give rise to procrastination People struggled with habitual procrastination going all the way back to ancient times. You know, I'm a humanities instructor. And I love reading uh, all the way back to the Greeks. There was a Greek poet. His name was Hesiod. He wrote around 800 BC. 
And he cautioned not to, quote, put your work off till tomorrow and the day after that, end quote. Uh, there was a Roman lawyer, statesman, philosopher, amazing writer too, Cicero. Uh, he called procrastination hateful in the conduct of, of your affairs. Even in the Bible, if you want to go biblical, look into Corinthians. And there's a, there's a verse in there that says, whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. And those are just a few examples from history. What's become quite clear, though, since the days of Cicero or the Bible, uh, is that procrastination isn't just hateful, it's downright harmful to your body and your mentality. In research settings now, people who procrastinate are showing higher levels of stress, lower levels of well-being. I think it's too easy to joke or laugh off procrastination. But true procrastination is a is a complicated failure of self-regulation. If we're just going to just not sugarcoat it any, lo- any longer and we're just going to be honest about it. Often a very poor concept of time or time management makes this problem even worse. But really procrastination is almost always an inability to manage your emotions. So despite those in denial, it doesn't matter. Or the apologist that just jokes it off as a personality quirk. Procrastination cannot be regarded as no big deal. As studies are starting to show that procrastinators end up with higher levels of stress and anxiety. They're less physically healthy than other people. The fact is, you and I, were running out of time. We get to walk this planet a finite number of days. And when it's over, it's over. So make the most of it. The ability to avoid pain or to stay in this zone of comfort and safety, there really are a lot of mental implications, uh, but also physical and health implications. I I read a uh, Florida State University study that found that the chronic procrastinator, the one who's doing this all the time, the person who basically has made procrastination a lifestyle, would rather have other people think that they lack effort than that they lack ability. Many chronic procrastinators are using this procrastination as a crutch, as a shield from stepping out and achieving something. This is so horribly unhealthy. The self-discipline and the drive and the determination, uh, the, the focus of achieving a goal in work, this often translates to physical and mental health. This may make some a bit uncomfortable, but studies now very clearly show these links, and you can Google them and check out procrastination impact on mental health and physical health. They're out there now. So in the end, you and I were running out of time. Some hopefully have many years left to achieve our goals, like my students. Others, like me, well, we're mathematically and according to actuarial tables, we're closer to the end than we are the beginning. Uh, Procrastination, it is a killer, a killer of dreams, goals, and in short, just living life to the fullest. Sure, sometimes our procrastination on task is on tasks we don't like. Oh, like mowing the lawn, uh, doing homework for a class, or finishing that home project. But still, 
as those things, whatever they are, they hang over our head, things that we really want to get done, they get squeezed out. So let's all challenge ourselves, you and me, in the remainder of 2021 and to, to just stop procrastinating and get stuff done. Maybe you had things from the beginning of the year that you never started. Maybe you need to reflect back on what your New Year's resolutions were and check in where you're at. Maybe there's some things you started and it was going well. You hit a snag and you quit or something got in the way or a life happened and you quit. Well, it may be time to jump right back into it. So you can finish this year really strong. Or maybe the other extreme, if you're just wandering right now, but know that you're just wasting time on silly, ridiculous things. Maybe here for the remainder of this year, it's time to define a goal and go for it. Take some baby steps, make it happen. Maybe you have some relationships to mend or projects to complete. It doesn't really matter what it is. Once you start doing it, you'll build mental muscle for more and more as you as you get going. So I hope as you hear this, you choose the target, you aim, and you fire, and you start today. Good luck with it. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I so hope you found value in the topic today. You know... Every single day, if we can expand our perspective just a little bit on any range of topic, whether it be about our physical body, intellectual sharpness and perspective, or spiritual growth, then if we stay consistent in the long run, we all become more well-rounded people able to cope with all manner of events in life. I always appreciate you clicking like or follow this podcast generally a new episode is published every single week and please if you have any questions or comments i would love to hear about them with that i hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week until we talk again